Good morning. It is Monday, February the 19th, 2024. I am Brandon Dawson with the Travel Christians. So, um, on my way into work this morning, and I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about a dream that I had Saturday night. So, this was uh, the 17th. So I want to talk a little bit about this dream that I had and what I felt, what I sensed kind of in the, in the spirit. And so I'm calling this, uh, this specific little message is a, a small window of hope. There's a small window uh, of hope that is open right now. And you'll understand what I mean by that in just a minute. So before I kind of tell you talk about the dream that I had just kind of give you a little bit of context behind uh, behind this dream so a lot of people do not realize this uh, they don't realize kind of what happened in, in 2020 why everything happened the way that it did why the elections turned out the way that they did all these different things why it happened and I have spent the last four or five years, even uh, several months before, warning people, trying to get the message out about what happened. And uh, I'm still having a hard time trying to get people to understand. No matter how many videos, no matter how many podcasts, I just seem seems like I just can't quite get the message out. But I can't tell you, I can't stress enough how significant how important this is that we understand what's taking place because we really need to be uh, in prayer about it we need to be in understanding about it and we need to understand the truth behind it so January 28th 2020 President uh, Trump along with uh, his ambas- ambassador to Israel and along with his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, and a few others, has spent a couple of years working on the plan, what they call the Peace to Prosperity Plan. And they unveiled it, which was a detailed plan that would have effectively split the nation, uh, that would have divided the nation of Israel in half. And for a two-state solution and given portions of Israel to Palestinians for statehood. And from my understanding, it's about 70% of the West Bank or Judea they would have given to the Palestinians. Now, this is a really big deal and I'll explain to you why. Those of you who don't know this or don't understand the context behind this. So... A lot of people said praised the deal because they said it was good because it favored Israel. Israel would come out uh, with majority of the with the uh, best things out of that deal. But you see, the Bible specifically warns against dividing in the division of the land. And if you read Joel chapter three. 
and even if you get into uh, well specifically Joel chapter 3 and people don't also realize this that portions of uh, the book of Joel that perspective is having to deal with the end times it's having to deal with the Gog uh, or the war of Gog and Magog it has to deal with uh, the divisions of the land um, all these different things and the, the beginning of the tribulation period so if you read Joel chapter 3 and even in chapter 2 it talks about Jerusalem it talks about the city of Jerusalem it talks about the West Bank it talks about the house of David this is also in the book of Zechariah that the tribulation period begins right the final seventh week prophesied about by Daniel in the 70 or 70 weeks prophecy specifically warns about dividing up the land and that's the point when the land is divided and that is what what triggers that final 70th week the tribulation period all because of the division of the land and the scattering of, of the people removing the Jewish people from their their lands uh, their God-given lands so the moment that the land is divided the clock the countdown starts ticking so when president trump uh you know all you know although he's you know conservative and you know republican all that stuff he was the one to unveil the plan came out and had a map and everything and it's the farthest uh or the closest that we have ever come to actually giving, uh, to actually dividing the land and almost succeeding for a two-state solution. We were very, very close. And so that point, just coming forward with that plan, with, uh, you know, with, even with all the people that are involved with it was enough to bring forward judgment upon the nation and the nations really because the whole world went through it and cost it, it cost President Trump the elections and cost us much more than that now I've got several videos on my channel that talk about this and I remember after the elections in 2020 you know we had a channel our, this isn't our original channel we actually had another YouTube and Facebook page and whatnot and we got that hundreds of thousands of views explaining what happened and why it happened and unfortunately due to the pandemic we got censored and those channels got shut down so you know we, we don't I had to start all over again but people wanted to understand what happened and so because uh, we did this, it cost us the election. It cost us everything. And then we went through, every, you know, you can, you, you guys know what we went through. <laughs> and to this day, I am still warning about it because the, the consequence, because we never made amends for it. And so now if you go back to October, this previous October, October 7th, 2023 the attacks that happened on Israel uh, 
the horrific attacks from Hamas. Now, the reason why those events happen, and they're absolutely horrible tragedies, is because Benjamin Netanyahu and Israel were on the verge of a historic peace treaty, uh, normalization, normalization treaty with Saudi Arabia. And I believe that there were some languages that would have been in there, in that normalization agreement. They were this close to, I believe, setting the groundwork for a two-state solution for the Palestinians. And so because of this, I believe the Lord allowed for Hamas to attack Israel to prevent that two-state solution from happening. And... You know, there's there's evidence for this. If you go all the way back even to 2001, President George W. Bush was in the talks with uh, Saudi Arabia, and they were also this close to officially coming out with a deal that would have divided up Israel. And within a few days later, 9/11 happened. You know, there. There's evidence that goes back years of this, of natural disasters, terror attacks, war, things like that, that date all the way back and can be directly tied to the division of the land or attempting to divide it. Don't even think about it. So here we are four years later, and we're still dealing with this. And thankfully... You know, there's been some articles that have come out where I think just yesterday I was reading that they, Benjamin Netanyahu, Israel, simply flat out without a question of doubt re, are rejecting anything that has to deal with a Palestinian statehood. Completely just, you know, all bets, everything off the table, which is good. I'm glad to see that. You know, I think that they have finally got the picture, got the message. Don't divide the land. Don't touch it. It belongs to God. The Jewish people are the stewards of that land. Now we do know, according to Zechariah and, and Joel, that when the time comes, it will be divided. It will be divided at its appointed time, but not not before it. Not any not a second sooner. Now this is extremely important and um, before I get to the dream, I'm going to explain even more detail why this is very, very, very important. What you guys need to be paying attention to, especially with the 24 elections that are coming up. I've, I've talked about this so many times and I feel like it just doesn't get enough attention. Now, when they unveiled the plans to divide the land, you see, Trump had uh, appointed... There was an evangelical board that was appointed for the president, which I thought was a great thing. Unfortunately, um, and by the way, that all this stuff is, is documented uh, in a really awesome book. I would encourage you guys to get it. William uh, Coe, I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um, William or Bill Koreg. And the book is called Eye to Eye. Really awesome book. I would encourage you to read it. Who documents this? But Trump got all of his evangelical board together. You know, it was like 70-something 
evangelists or leaders, all the nation's top pastors and evangelists all came together and, and Trump unveiled this plan. And not one of them stood up against it. Not one of them spoke the truth. And, and uh, not one of them warned the president against the dividing of the land. Now, give or take, there, there were a few people who were trying to warn it, warn the president, uh, but you know there weren't that many. And uh, I believe Michelle Bachman was one of them. Uh, there's a couple of other people associated within that circle that tried to warn the president, but just never got out. So everything that happened can essentially you can trace it back to the to this uh, singular event that happened January 28th, 2020. And so and that was the other thing is it, you can even look at the pandemic and the government's uh, overreach and it was targeting how they targeted churches. They targeted Christians. A lot of people say, oh, this was the devil, you know, but if you look at it. Who was it that actually attempted to divide the land? This was the churches, the church Christians, evangelical leaders uh, that represented us. It, it wasn't Democrats who did this. It wasn't liberals who did this. These were Christians, the GOP, conservatives who nearly divided the land. And if this doesn't tell you where we are at as a church, especially here in the United States, then I, I don't know what to tell you because uh, we, as a church, uh, I think we have really lost our discernment. We've lost our backbone. And we, we clearly don't understand. Um, we clearly... Our perspective is, uh, from the Lord's perspective, is completely just lost its way because we, we don't, it's like we have watered down truth. So we have really forgotten who the Lord is. You look at the, the churches in Revelation, the lukewarm church, you know, Laodicea, that's where we're at. We're the ones to be to blame for this. And so I believe that's why the Lord allowed for the targeting of churches and Christians to happen because of that. <clears throat> now, given that said, all of that in the context, going back to my dream that I had, you know, I have been praying for this for every day of, since it happened. And I have been praying for the revelation of truth to get out, for people to understand what happened, for, for conviction, that the church would repent for what happened, that the president would repent for what happened. And I have been praying and praying and praying for it. And so last or Friday night, I had this dream. Now, I, I don't know if this is prophetic or not. I don't know if there's any essential truth to it or not. I just, well, I'll just tell you the dream. In the dream, I had dreamt that which was kind of weird because I was in Jerusalem and I, I was in Israel and I could see, you know, all the different, the, the streets, the Temple Mount, all this stuff. And while I was there, I don't, I don't even know why I was there because uh, I'm not, I don't know, maybe it's perspective. 
But I sensed Jerusalem, I sensed the Temple Mount, I, I sensed Israel. And then I saw the president, President Trump, and, and, and I saw him, and he was in anguish, in deep turmoil, because all these court things that were happening to him. And I saw a lot of money just being taken from him. And I could sense in the spirit that he was in deep anguish over everything that was going on. And it provided a window. And this is where the title comes from. It provided a window and of opportunity because of everything that was happening that Trump was actually humbled enough to receive the truth for what, what happened. So it provided an opportunity, a window of hope to where he could receive the truth and repent for what happened. And let me tell you, I sensed and I heard the Spirit of the Lord just so eager to go to him and give him the opportunity to repent. And so I could feel and sense the Spirit of the Lord just driving me to try to get to him and tell him all you have to do this is what happened this is why it happened and the Lord says or the Spirit of the Lord says that if you would just humble yourself and repent and turn away from the evil just like it says in the verse my people will humble themselves turn away from evil and seek my face then I will heal your lands. I will heal you. I will restore everything back to you and even greater than it was before. So the message was that if the president would repent from what happened, from nearly dividing the, uh, you know, would confess, from nearly dividing up the land of Israel and would turn away from it, then the Lord would grant to him everything back to him. And so I had this message and I was fighting through everything just to get to him, just to tell him. And I can even feel the tears in my spirit and in my heart. And so there were a few people that were with me and it's like we were fighting through all these different layers of protection just to get to the president and we could not get to him just could not we tried and tried and tried and could not get to him we got close but we couldn't get to him to, to get him the message that the lord says turn away from the evil that, that happened and he will re heal and restore everything back to you and i woke up and, and that's where that's where i'm at you know today and so where are we with this uh, election period? <sighs> you know, a lot of people, like I said before, the churches and Christians and everything do not realize what happened. And even if they hear this message or hear about what happened, they still will not listen and will not believe and put to a single thought into it and just dismiss it we did this we were the ones that did it and it cost us everything and I don't believe that the Lord is done with us 
And I think that there was a little time period where the Lord gave us options and gave us choices. Gave us a choice and some options. So everything that happened to us, everything that we went through over the last several years, all the hardships, the tyranny, all that stuff was designed to humble us, to make us susceptible to the truth, that we would be convicted of the truth of what we did and what happened and that we would turn away from that evil, turn away from it. Because everything, the entire, everything is based upon God's word. No, no matter uh, how, mu how much good we think that we're doing, you know, the Bible tells us that, that our righteousness are like filthy rags to him. All our good deeds is absolutely worthless and nothing if we don't come to the Lord in truth, in the spirit of truth, and in obedience. And we're completely neglecting it. We're neglecting the truth. We're complete. You know, we say that we fight for it. We stand to represent this truth. But in reality, we, we don't because we, we pick and choose the pieces that we want, that we like, and ignore the other parts. And the church is right now is in uh, a lot of turmoil, and I don't think it's over yet. I don't believe it is over yet. And so unless we repent and we turn away from it, unless there's a massive revelation of what happened with the land, and we just we turn around from it, right? Unless there's this viral movement of conviction nothing has changed we're still on a collision course we're still on a trajectory of calamity because of these things it hasn't changed at all and so I don't believe because of this that we are going to have the outcomes that we so greatly need in this upcoming election one way or another, unless we repent and turn away from it, things are going to go horrifically wrong. And it's going to keep going and it's going to keep getting worse until we are at the point to where we are humbled in truth. We're on our knees. We are repentant from what we have done. We came against, we almost took that land. It divided it up and there are calls to this very day even greater to divide it so I feel and I believe that nothing has changed we're not gonna I don't what the current course that we're on we're not gonna have the outcomes that we want for the upcoming elections I've got videos and prophecies out there that talk about Kamala Harris that's still in the works not much has changed and unless we repent, unless there's a viral movement, a repentance, they call it revival, whatever you want to call it, things are, are about to really happen. And so my, uh, my prayer and my hope is that somehow that this message, you know, rather if it's from me or someone else, it doesn't matter, but as long as the truth gets out there and we as the body of Christ and the church realize what we have done and we and, and I pray somehow that 
the president gets convicted of what happened. Because that's all he has to do. It's like the Lord has got this window open for grace. And all we have to do is, is accept it. Humble ourselves. Turn away from what happened. And it's right here. And it's just like this message just can't get out there. Just can't get to it. And I believe that window will stay open to the very last minute. And then it's going to close. And that's it. Once it's done and it closes, the, the, the time is, is up. And then we're going to go through another period of testing and trials. I don't know if it'll be the tribulation period. I don't believe we're anywhere. I don't believe we're close to it yet because if it was, the land would have been divided already and we would be in the tribulation period. Well, I mean, uh, you know, the rapture would happen, but I'm, I'm not getting into all that because then people are going to debate me and argue for 10 hours about rapture theory. But the truth is, is that we need to recognize what happened, the evil for what it is, and realize who it was and it was us. So the window of hope, the window of opportunity, it is open right now. There's a slight chance for repentance and for revival to come, but it won't come unless we, unless we put in the work. We get the video out there. We get the message out there. We reach those in leadership, especially the president. And we, we get humility, repentance. We turn away from it. So, guys, uh, that's my little spill. That's um, what I got for you today. If you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to reach out to me. You know, you guys can always email me and comment below. I take a lot of time to email you back, uh, answer your questions. And as always, guys, despite everything, no matter what happens, you know, don't give up. Don't stop running your race. Don't stop fighting the good fight of faith. Keep on uh, the good work. You know, whatever you do, do not give up. Do not lose hope and stay encouraged.